It's time for the Flagler Radio Business Report, a 30-minute roundtable discussion with local businesses. And now, your host, Kirk Keller. Good morning and welcome to the Business Report. I'm your host, Kirk Keller. have got a couple people in the house today. They've been on the show a few times in the past. Uh, my friend, Kathy Estrano with Tag Ventures Real Estate. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. How are you? Very well. Great. Greg Boise, President of the Chamber of Commerce here in uh, Flagler County in Palm Coast. Good morning. Good morning. Great to see you, Kirk. So... A lot of the news lately, not just on our stations, but in the Palm Coast Observer and everything, has been talking about the growth. Several city councils, the Flagler County commissioners, have approved new developments. And the question I keep seeing on social media is, where are all these people coming from? And when we do get all these people, where are we going to put them? So that's what our topic is today, is where are we going to do with this new population that we're going to in, 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 get? I think your website is, is showing predictions up to twenty. 30 um have growing uh, quite quite large so where are we going to put all these people work-wise not as necessarily as residential wise greg what's your thoughts yeah well right now what we have is half of our workforce leaving town and the other half of our jobs driving in from outside of town so um economic development is a big concern for the chamber It, it has been since our inception um, just this year, we, we had a partnership uh, that was uh, cemented with the county and we work very closely with the city. But, you know, we're the in the grand scheme of things, Kirk, Flagler County and Palm Coast is just getting started on the path of economic development. I got here three years ago. Right. So right. I wasn't here for Helga and I can't speak to the work that she did good or not. All I can tell you is. You know, from the regional perspective, when I go and visit with other counties and I see the workforce development and everything that they've got going on with their career sources and their local governments, we're pretty far behind here. No, I agree. And, and that's why I wanted to invite Kathy. And she has housing numbers. And I figured you had the business numbers. So, Kathy, kind of tell us about the growth when it comes to residential. The, so over the past, I just looked at the past six months and um, we've had 1,399 single-family residents sold in Palm Coast. And currently, there is 290 under contract, and we have 762 active single-family units. And then the county just approved a new development that's going to bring in another 800 apartments, I guess is what they call them? So, units, is that the best way to say that? Well, yeah, I like to be clear of what you mean by units. Um, so... The uh, apartments are necessary. They're, the housing rental is just out of control. We need smaller and affordable. And then I would agree with. And then you have folks concerned about smaller and affordable. And my personal opinion is that comes down to the management of it. And as we're watching the um, the council and, and the county um, review and examine what's to come – I'm not hearing the questions of what are the what are the policies, what are the management policies, what do the leases look like? Do you have teeth in there to keep it clean and safe and secure? Right. So, what's your feelings about the Section Eight? Because I know you know my feelings. <laughs> I make it very mm-hmm. clear. Um, not that I'm against people that don't have money, but usually um, the Section Eight folks cause a lot of crime. That's what happened to the area over there by, across the street from PCAF. Okay. And they've had a lot of drug bust over there already. So I don't I don't want to talk about any specific area, but as okay. far as Section Eight is concerned, um I'm I'm a fan of of helping them. It's hard to 
get the owners on board. Um, however, the if if you think about someone in a financial um, strapped situation and they're struggling to get their rent to you, well, the people on Section Eight, they've the help has come for them. That that rental is right there on time every month. Right. I have one that, um, and, and it's out of county, and the home that she moved into is in better condition today because of her than it was when, when I moved her in. But you screen them really hard. You're tough. I, I, well, I, I look. You know, right. I, I, I'm, yes, selective. Right. But um, part of it is maintaining the relationship having a good relationship with the owners and the tenants, but also maintaining boundaries. Well, this this is kind of out of the blue, Kathy. Do you know this lady well enough to say that, you know, she went and got a job immediately or that she's still looking? Uh, she is employed. She is employed, but she still can't make it. Right. Okay. So, Greg, that's basically what I wanted to see. Have you in here for today? You know the businesses. You mentioned the city. You do realize the city lost their economic development manager just a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, uh, I was a part of the group that hired her, that uh, recommended she get hired by the city. What, yeah. What's the city doing to find a new economic development? I think it's too soon to tell. And I also think that the because of the budget situation that just happened over in Palm Coast, I think they're going to proceed slowly. The requ- The requirements that they had on the person that we just hired and has, has now uh, taken off was that they have a variety of certifications. And um, those people aren't just hanging out, you know, looking to move to wherever. Right. And so uh, I think it's going to take time. It's a it's a setback. I'm not going to lie to you and say that uh, we're going to be okay. It's a setback. You know, she was very smart and um, came I, in here and owned the data. I know? was really, really disappointed because mm-hmm. uh, I really thought that was a step moving forward. Um, um, is What's the reason why she left, you know? I, I don't. I mean, she sent me the note, let me know. She Come on, give it. us some gossip. Come on. Uh, I can't do that, man. <laughs> But, well, I know, you know the county still has one. Um, yeah, Do- Dolores Key. Uh-huh. I She's, work with her. I did invite her to be on the show today, but she couldn't make it. Well, Dolores's story is that, and this is the county story, is that they're only going to respond to incoming, you know, that's, again, before since before I got here. And you could probably that's, add more color to that. That's but. not helpful. No. <laughs> you know, I, 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 we need to be proactive about our, our economic situation here. That's where There's, I was going with All that. the folks yeah. are coming here. We can't stop that. Yeah. The the developers, the landowners, they have rights. We have to work with them as best we can to keep our current residents calm exactly. and, and embrace what's going on. Um, but if we don't step it up with the jobs, when, this is not good. Yeah. No, I, I agree. Now, when I was on the chamber in Midland, Texas, I was also on the chamber in Texarkana. The chamber took on that role of going out and knocking on doors and, and economic de- development. Is well, that something so what are you the doing, chamber? Greg? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Is that something the chamber could add and, and take that relief off the county and the city? Um, I mean, you know, it's, it's a conversation that we're having internally about how can we be helpful in this situation. But also, Kirk, you know, you have to understand where we at we where we are as a chamber, which is we're 39 months into standing up the Chamber of Commerce since the old one closed. Right. Um, and, uh, you know, part of the conversations that we have are, you know, are, is it going to be a, is it going to create a lightning rod for this area if the chamber begins doing that type of stuff? And at the end of the day, we're a group of people that are looking at this for what's best in the community. And what's not good for the community is every time somebody turns on you know, their computer and opens their laptop and reads an article about somebody screaming or somebody getting, you know, yeah. uh, this and that. And I just don't think 
um, at, at this time that um, the atmosphere is there for us to be the owner of economic development in this community. I think community. that's coming down. I think that's coming around. Not quite there yet. Right. But you don't feel like the temperatures come down a bit? Uh, I, it's, just, it's hard to tell, man. Um, it really is. I'm, I'm too close to it to, to know. I, here's what I know. You know, we've, came, we've come in here. We wanted to do the research, lead with the facts. Um, we have a very good handle on what's happening in this community. We know what needs to, we all know what needs to happen. But, you know, to your point that you made earlier, Kathy, it's like, okay, well, economic development's important. It's good to say that, but you got to put money behind it and you got to put right. a plan behind it. And when we're sitting here cutting budgets and yelling about increased taxes and, you know, um, that's not that's also not the climate where you're going to talk about investing more in economic development. And, um, you know, it's very easy. And, and I heard uh, Donald O'Brien talking about this at, a, at an event we were at recently. It's very easy to, you know, burn money on economic development and not get any. No, I agree. You know, I've seen results. cities go bankrupt because they, they put so much money into uh, enticing businesses to come to town. But, you know, my thought is and, and maybe I'm thinking too simple. Uh, I always talk about Harris Groceries, and Rusty has dropped a hint a couple times. He wouldn't mind having another location. Has anybody from the county or the city or the chamber gone over to Harris Groceries and said, hey, we found you a building. We'd love you to have another location. I'd love for Harris Groceries to build on Flagler Beach myself, but that's just my own selfish nature. Yeah, probably not because the the – the there's a target for economic development, right? So number one is, you know, the county, their response is going to be incoming. So they would actually have to call the county and say, hey, we're interested in this. Right. And then they would probably start Order takers. And, and again, that's an unincorporated county, right? If it's Benel, if it's anywhere else. Mm-hmm. But they all work together behind the scenes. A lot of people need to know that there was really good communication and still is with the city and the county. Um, but the other side of it is there's a target for economic development. And so what do we want those jobs to be of the future? And then that's where the housing component comes in. And you start to look at, well, what can people afford? And then what do you have to make to be able to afford that? And then what jobs <laughs> fill that? You know, right. So you got to kind of reverse engineer this. And um, the, the goal, I think, for most of us, I don't want to speak out of turn for the county or the city, but I think the goal for most of us is that we're looking at these healthcare jobs and these are jobs that are high skill and high wage and people can afford to live here and have skin in the game by owning property here in Palm Coast. And that alleviates a poor part. It starts to tem- stem the flow of the traffic situation that, mm-hmm. that everybody complains about. And I get that. You know, I live here, too. We all drive in it. Um, and so to me, you know, that's that's that situation. So if the target is healthcare and that's what we're looking at you know Harris groceries isn't going to get a call because nobody's thinking about that but you bring up a really good point which is there's I always look at economic development as two different parts right there's the new company that's going to come in and that's the sexy story that everyone wants to talk about um, where the bread is really buttered in economic development and where I think the chamber can play a role in economic development is um, the support to local businesses and you know strengthening and helping local businesses grow more and providing services, education, events, whatever it is. And that's part of what we're already doing with the Career Source Grant and the education we do at Daytona State. I, I would say between you and I, Greg, we probably talk to more business people than we do residents. And that's why I wanted Kathy yeah. here today. She knows more residential stuff than I do. But going back to that point of growing within, I'm going to focus on Beachfront Grill and Jamie. Uh, you know, he started yeah. out with Beachfront Grill. He reached out to the city and now he has loopers. Yep. And then shortly after that, he uh, did Hijackers, which is now called Landing Strip. You know, this is a guy that found a recipe for food, you might say, right. and it's working. Mm-hmm. And he's got great customer service. Go ahead. Kathy. And his employees, 
that well, fact is fantastic. His employees absolutely love him. And he did from Beach Farm Grill, as you well know, guys. Uh, he took uh, uh, a bartender, made her a manager, and now she's a manager, 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 whatever you want to call it, general manager, general manager over yeah. at Loopers. And the same thing, same thing over at uh, Hijackers uh, as well. So how can we encourage more businesses to open that second location or that third location? What do we need to do, Greg? Because I rely on you when it comes to that kind of economic development. I mean, I've gone into businesses and talk about what I know, but I don't know everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the question then is... And don't hold that against me because I usually say I do know everything. <laughs> so the, just to be clear on the question, it's... What, what, what can we do as, as a population, as a public, or as just as a chamber of commerce without having to go out and hire somebody? What do we need to do to encourage somebody else to fill that empty spot next yeah. door to me? Yeah, that's that's a tough question. I don't know that I have the answer to that, you know, and I think that's part of being honest about this conversation that we're having with mm-hmm. economic development that um, we need we need to be it needs to be OK to say, hey, I don't know the answer to that. Um, really, what I think the community is and part of it is what's happening with the comprehensive plans that the city and the county are just working on. Right. That just happened this week with the city. The county happened a couple months ago when it started. Um, but it's coming up with a joint community vision of what do we want this place to be and where are we going to locate these jobs? But, you know, I would say to you, you know, Kirk, that uh, it, the, the, the restaurant and the hotel jobs, they're, they're important, but that's not going to be the target of economic development in the community. I think, um, I think the balance of jobs in Flagler County is out of balance. It, it's very heavy. So what do you think that, the, well, let's do this. Let's take a commercial break. And when we come back, I want to know what, what the target is for jobs for Flagler County. Yeah. Is it okay? Mm-hmm. All right. We'll be right back right after this. Yes, absolutely. Palm Coast is blessed to have a company like this. Owners that care about not only about the community, but they care about hiring within Palm Coast and providing um, nice salaries for those that live here. And they they really, truly invest back within. Good morning and welcome back to the Business Report. I'm your host, Kirk Keller. Kathy Estrino, representing Tag Ventures today and the residents of Flagler County, and Greg Bosnay with the Flagler Chamber of Commerce, um, representing businesses. That's the best way to say that. So we're talking about, uh, in a very open, honest conversation, I really appreciate that, we're talking about business growth and residential growth. Residential growth, and I don't know what the percentage is unless you guys do, residential growth is way out of proportion versus business growth. We're not, we're not growing businesses. Uh, your chamber website is predicting 2,000 new business startups. Uh, where did that number come from? Is that just based on other cities, based on our size? Based on or? population. And the other thing about um, business growth in Flagler County, and this was something that Barbara actually turned me on to at the, at the city of Palm Coast and Dolores talks about it as well, is there's a huge amount of home-based businesses in Flagler County. I mean, a gigantic oh, amount. There are times. That makes sense. So, yeah. And Kathy, that is something I wanted to talk to you about because you, you actually go on tours and and show people new homes that aren't from here right. or might be from here and hit it rich or something. Um, in those private conversations without mentioning names, what do you, what do they talk about? Do they talk about jobs? If I move here and we're going to find a job and I mean, cause I know you probably help them a lot. Well, it's tough to come here if you don't have a job 
um, it, uh, frequently it's folks who are retiring or retired and they sold their house and they did well up there and come down here and they're paying cash for their right. home here. But the city's focus is getting younger people in here. And that's my concern. Right. So, but that has, that's where we have that, we hit that wall with the jobs. We need those. And then uh, Greg mentioned the healthcare. Um, so, so with that, we, as a, the people, have been waiting to see this building pop up in town center. Um, and I, I don't, the, because that building hasn't popped up, you know, the university mm-hmm. situation, mm-hmm. folks don't, they, they, they forget. They forget that that's something that's going on in the background because they don't have a physical manifestation to, to see. Um, so uh, I to say that nothing's going on, I don't think that's necessarily the case as well. There are some conversations that we aren't privy to until there's a stronger foundation that, that a council can bring it out to. So I, I don't want to give the perception that there's nothing going on. I just want to say, I want more, please. No, I, no, I understand. <laughs> and this might be – my next question is probably unfair because I want to make this very clear. You're also running for city council for, for next year. Correct. Some of the stuff that the council has voted yes for, did you disagree with those? Those new developments, housing and apartments? Okay, so – Yes and no. I so I, I still had questions. However, they're privy to more information. They have full files to look at. We're shown presentations, mm-hmm. and there's a difference. Oh no, so, I, I totally get that. So, to not speak to those specific projects, my opinion of of projects similar to that is um, in the city of Palm Coast as we know it today. I'm not a fan of. Reducing lots, rezoning or whatever, reducing the lot sizes under the ten thousand or the twelve five that we are most commonly, unless it's in a gated community, a CDD or an HOA where they're taking care of the streets, they're they're handling all their own problems, mm-hmm. but still paying us the tax dollars. Greg, let me ask you the same question: Have you always been in favor for everything that the council and and commissioners have voted? Yes to on this fast de- development? Um, no, but I also don't pay attention to, I mean, I just don't pay attention to every single development that goes through there. Mm-hmm. You know, what I can tell you is I feel like the developments that are being approved are developments for, with the exception of the apartments and some multifamily stuff. But, you know, the, the houses that are being put together are not going to be the type of houses that you know, young people are going to be able to afford. Right. And that's just, uh, I mean, you're probably seeing that too. And a lot of it is because of what we're talking about. It's because of, you know, lot sizes and stuff like that. And on, on Free Fall Friday, David Ayers has had that as a topic of a show several times, affordable housing, affordable housing. Right. And I, I really don't know what the affordable housing definition is unless he's talking about subsidizing with Section 8. Uh, I mean, That is because, not what he's talking about. Uh, uh, well, so explain to because I mean we can't control the cost of the affordable, house. Affordable housing is based on um, the income of the area, the the income of the area. What that what that income can sustain for the housing costs. That's affordable housing. It's not necessarily pointing to Section Eight or any other program like that. But how can we, as a city, a chamber, um, control the cost of that house that's going up, or the cost of the house that's being sold today? How do we control? How do we control that? I don't know that we can. Um, I I do want to bring the temperature down on the apartments and the and the um, townhomes. Mm-hmm. Um, in two thousand, I moved here in two thousand three, 
And in 2005 or six, Pine Lakes Apartments were put up, and, and everybody was in an uproar, the apartments, and they're right outside of my my neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is almost 20 years later. They're beautiful. I've never had a problem. So I'd, I'd like to see. And then, too, I, the trails up the street is a, a community that's townhomes, and I, I requested to see their, their docks. And in their docks are, you know, you don't just have the county rules, the city rules, the laws. They further have docks that define how everybody is going to live together, how big your dog is going to be and, and whether or not you're going to have them on a leash and, you know, whether you're going to have cars in the driveway on blocks or, right. you know. So there are, as these these developments happen, there are measures that the developers take in these docks. And as a city, we can always request to say, what's your policy? How's this, how is your management going to be? And hold them to certain standards. Right. So, Greg, let's say the city did approach you because they just lost their economic development manager. Let's say the city did approach you because a lot of chambers do manage the economic development. Especially in smaller communities. Yes, like sir. This. Yes, yeah. sir. Let's say the city did approach you and said, hey, would you want to take on this job of hiring somebody and managing somebody and helping uh, the community get more businesses, what would you say? Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd definitely be interested in about it. I think there would need to be a <clears throat> clarity on what the goals are and the timelines, and I think that's just a type of contract situation. But, you know, we're we're ready to help. We do currently help. We're involved in site visits and when these people come into town. And, um, you know, uh, <laughs> we're, we're partners with Jacks USA and we're going up to Jacksonville and looking at Clay County and St. John's and Duval and, mm-hmm. you know, understanding what they're doing and what's working. And so, yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd be interested in, in doing it. Um, you know, write the, it, contract. <laughs> write the contract. Yeah. Make the proposal yourself. Cause I, I, I have always seen it. Nothing wrong uh, and with I don't the mean to put you offer. on the spot today cause we didn't even talk about this in advance, but I have seen where the chamber does a better job of e- economic development because you're the heart and soul of the businesses here. Yeah, it's it's tough. Am I, right? I mean, I, I just you know we're talking about something that I've never done before, right? Here, here's what I think about economic development, like, and here's why I liked Barbara, and here's why I liked Dolores at the county, is because these are trained professionals that are supposed to do it. Like, this is what they do, right? You do radio, right? And and Kathy does real estate, and you all have your time in it, and you've invested in in perfecting your craft. I mean, that is the same. Well, thing. I'm not just saying pick a person off the street. I hear you. Right. Right. I'm saying hire that trained person but keep it underneath the, the umbrella of of the chamber because you guys are the heart of businesses i mean am, am i on the wrong path there uh, as you have a question even even though we have the proper professionals are we given the proper professionals the tools because yeah. i don't care how expert you are so is that you don't have we, the tools is that why we lost our economic development manager we didn't give her the proper proper to- i don't tools. know I mean, again i didn't talk to her well, about we're it we're gonna get it out of you <laughs> <laughs> we should have had drinks first <laughs> i know that's true i might have talked a lot faster um or slower but uh, so yeah i think i think the tools are a part of it i mean look look at what i'm telling you with what the with the counties i'm not trying to be critical of the county it's just it is what it is right, right. um you know that they're not comfortable with investing money in anything other than reacting to when the phone rings. So when you say investing money, you're not just talking the salary of the person. Mm-mm. You're talking about tax kicks, kickbacks and stuff like that? Uh, you're talking about, yeah, different funding, different types of incentives. You're talking about 
I mean, the amount of tools that somebody like a Dolores needs at the county, she needs to have access to the different databases. She needs to have access to, I mean, quick access too. like so real actual software programs (laughs) where she can look at land maps and find out what's available. But to the tools part, I think, you know, to a degree until we have a conversation about where do we want these things to exist and, and then we properly zone that land, it's hard to market to anybody that right. we, we can do X, Y, and Z when we don't have even the zone, the land zoned, right? So we can't even show you. Like if you were to come here, what are we going to show you? Yeah, Kathy, a- you're shaking your head, so you agree with that. I do. I do. And that's all the more reason we need as many of our residents to be involved, at least at the city's um, program, the um, – um, comprehensive plan. The yeah. comprehensive plan, City on the Rise, um, Imagine 2050. In the Imagine 2050, they, it kind of um, stumbles them because they don't want to talk about 2050. They want to talk about 2023, 2024. But what they don't understand, what they're not taking in, is that that program, that 14 month program, is about the current day. It's the steps we take to the current day and where it's going to lead us down to 2050. I guess one of my thought processes was one residents are outgrowing the businesses Two, the businesses put a lot more into into, in, into the community and then the residents do so right. if we're lacking money like I, I think i was told 51 million dollars is what we need to fix the roads in this town even though we're inviting all these new people and new cars we need more businesses to help fix the roads correct well the other thing is we're, we're in a we're in a government like we're in a growth model right that's that's florida Period. It's not just Flagler County. It's Florida. So we have artificially capped taxes so that we can afford to live here when your home goes from 200000 to 600000 right? That's fine and well. But the result of that is that new people are paying most of the bills Correct. because, you know, my mom moved here in 98, Kirk. And um, they bought on the canal and, you know, they live over there and my mom doesn't pay her fair share of taxes. There's no way. You know, but when I come here and I move in here and I build a house. Right. I'm paying three, four thousand dollars now. You know, my mom's whatever her bill is, and it's I, I'm sure it's not the same price as mine. No, and I I do get that. I I just think I've always thought businesses supported a community more than an actual uh, person. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or they should, and, or they, and they should. Yes, or they should. Right? Because you know, I I look at my family, my wife and I. We usually eat in Flagler County, Flagler Beach mostly, um, but we do go to St. John's. We do go to Daytona, and that's putting money in their pockets. Is how I look at. It. I'm. Uh, I'm one of the guys that I actually stop at the same gas station every week to get the gas because I want to support my little community of Flagler Beach. So I get gas station at the 7-Eleven because I know that tax money is going to go right back to Flagler Beach and Flagler County. Right. So maybe I'm a little weird on that side, but I want to do everything I can to help help my little community. I think it's thoughtful. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I've never been told I was thoughtful before. Yeah. No, and you never will again. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy it. <laughs> Anyway, that, I, I just wanted to have that conversation because I just want to know where all this growth and what we're going to do with it. Because I keep hearing about the, the developments, developments, developments. I never hear anything anybody developing new business. And I think that's where we need to go. And uh, trust me, I'm going to do all I can. If you want to do this, Greg, I'm going to see what I can push to get the Chamber of Commerce to pick up economic development. Because I know there's grants out there, too, especially more for Chamber than it would be for a city or a county. Yeah, I think we've carved out a really nice niche with what we're doing with the Career Source Grant and proven that, you know, we can be a trusted partner and we're going to deliver on what we say we're going to do. And um, if you don't know what that is, we get a bunch of money from Career Source to do small business education. We do the um, thing, uh, the business expo around, right. and then we have an entrepreneur conference, and all that's free because we already get the grant for it. And so I've been talking, one of the things that I've noticed about the counties to our north, and that's where I'm looking, you know, because. Uh, I feel like that's those are great success stories. Volusia's kind of 
you know, I'm, I'm from there. I know that story already. Mm-hmm. I don't need to know that story anymore. So, right. um, <clears throat> you know, to me, it's, it's really about they, they've got these partnerships built and they get phone, they get money to just do calls. And I mean, there's so much money out there for economic development, but it's got to be a priority to where you're going to say, like, this is what we're going to do. No, I agree. You know, what and I mean? it's not and just the whole, state money. There's federal money out there. I know that for yeah, a fact. Yeah, absolutely. Workforce money. All types of money, and and it's but it's it takes money to get the money. No, <laughs> you know, I, I mean, I, I totally understand. I think I think you put our minds at ease today of where we're going to put these new people, and I, you know, I think if we get some economic economic development going, either from the county or the city or individuals. So, folks, I highly recommend that you go out there and encourage Harris Grocery to open up another grocery <laughs> store on yeah. Flagler Beach. Uh, <laughs> if you see a restaurant that's doing good, have them open up another one. Kathy, how we get in touch with you? You call me direct. My office number is 386-597-2688. Tag Venture Real Estate. <laughs> thanks, thanks for being on the show today. Greg Blasey, how do we join the chamber and get in touch with you if we have more questions? Uh, all you got to do is go to pcfchamber.com. That's Palm Coast Flagler, pcfchamber.com, and uh, you'll find all the info there. All right, fantastic. Thanks a lot, guys, for being Thank on the you. show. Thank you. That's the business report for this week. We'll see you next week.